reignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International Adenta Branch, as he comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service filled with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Roadshow, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving word of God. Now listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo.
the
Father, we thank you for tonight. All the money in the world cannot pay for the time we are spending in your presence. So we consider it a privilege. We acknowledge the work you've done over the years and the seasons to get us to be in church tonight. That is why we pray that may we hear and be healed. Send healing to our hearts, to our destinies, to our situations. We've tried it all, but we know that the answer comes from you. Let's our agitation end tonight. Let our restlessness end tonight. And may we enter into higher realms and newer dimensions of our relationship with you. We thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, Amen. You may be seated. Establishment part three. Psalm 40. Psalms 40. I waited patiently for the Lord. And he inclined unto me and heard my cry. He brought me up also, say also. Also means in addition to the aforementioned. In addition to the lists and the things we have talked about, this adds to complement the acts of God. He brought me up also out of an horrible pit, out of the miry clay, and set my feet upon a rock and established my goings. He set my feet upon a rock and established my goings. There are many, many acts of God that is why the psalmist used the word also. It means one of the acts of God in your life, apart from healing you, apart from giving you bread to eat, apart from blessing your home with peace, 
among the many things God does, he also, one of his works amongst men on earth is to establish you and to make sure that your feet are not wobbly. He tries to put you in a stable place so that your feet will not slip. Ladies and gentlemen, if you have any intention of seeing God do anything in your life, I'm giving you a homework you must give to God that he will help you to be established. He will help you to be established. A lot of your battles in life will be, among many things, a battle to retain your place. Everybody has a place. And one of the works of Satan is to destabilize you. To remove you. To make sure you are not firmly in control at your place. If you read the Bible from Genesis up to wherever you want to end, you will notice that Satan always at the end of the day, the people he fought against and won. Let's put it this way. At the end of the day, his battles, his victories among men could be explained by the absence of the people from their original place. He may have taken somebody's chariot, removed somebody's eyes. He may have deceived someone to eat an apple they should not have eaten. But you will realize that the ultimate aim of the devil was not to get them to eat an apple. The ultimate aim of the devil was not to get somebody's eyes gouged out. When you read the last chapter of his victories, you will discover one thing that not even one person remained at the place where they were before they met the devil. By the time he's done with you, you will not be at the place God wants you to be. So in the case of Adam, they were removed from the garden. And God positioned a seraph with a flaming sword of fire 
at the gate of Eden to make sure that Adam never came back to the original place. I'm saying that at the end of Satan's activities is one unmistakable picture and that is to remove you from where you are. Very important. By the time... You see, his, his plan for Judas was not to make him richer by 30 pieces of silver. It was not to let him sell his master. All those were incidentals. The ultimate aim of the devil for Judas was that a day will come when instead of 12 apostles gathering, there will be 11. And actually an election will be an election not for a presidency, but for the place. The place. Your greatest battle in life will be a battle for your place. Your place. Your place as a mother. Your place as a shepherd. Your place as a husband. Your place as a pastor. Your place as a wife. Your place. Where you are sitting. That place is of interest to the devil. But as it is said about the most important things in life, you will never know. If I were to ask you, give me some of the important things in life. You talk about your wife. You mention Bishop Dagwood Mills. You mention the Holy Ghost. You mention your children. You mentioned your four houses you've built. I don't think even in a hundred attempts you will mention even the chair you are sitting on. <laughs> you will not, I don't think you will mention the chair you are sitting on. But what you may not know is that it is the chair you are sitting on that engages the wife, engages the dad, engages this one, and makes all the things you are doing happen. It's the chair. It's your place. That is why in your battles with the devil, you may think he's interested in your wife. You may think it's your wife he wants to kill. Or it's your business he wants to spoil. It's not your business. He doesn't need your money. He has more money than you have. It is not your 500 Ghana capital that will add anything to the devil. Ultimately, whether it is business or marriage or your whatever, eventually it will get you to be removed from your place. That is why David said, also among the things he did, he removed me from unstable places and set my feet upon a rock to stay. And he established my going. What I'm saying will not be important to you until one day you are not where you used to be. And you stand aside, afar, and look at the person sitting there. And your sentence will be, I was there. 
I was the one there. Yeah, I, I was the one. I was the one. I, I used to sing. <laughs> yes, I used to sing. So may God give you the wisdom. The wisdom. The wisdom. To fight any destabilization of your life. To fight the devil's attempt to make your life unstable. Moving up and down. You are here today. You are there tomorrow. You are over there. It's it's like we cannot find you in one place. When God is working on your life, he gives you a place. For some of you, your place may be your office in the church. Your honored privilege to be a shepherd. To be a pastor. To serve God. The devil is a supplanter. He will uproot you. Yes. By the time he's done with you, you are not where you used to be. That's why I find anybody who takes this life to be a joke. It's like you are at ease. Well, well, I think I must tell you that in Zion, we cannot be at ease. And, and this is Zion. Also, we've come to Mount Zion, Hebrews 12. This is Mount Zion. To an innumerable company of angels. This is Mount Zion. And in Mount Zion, in, it says, Woe to them that are at ease. Look, don't relax. Anybody who is at ease will be eased by the devil. Life will ease you out. Have you heard someone say, I'm going to ease myself? You've not heard it before? Yes. You'll be eased out. (laughs) Don't relax. Be alert 24-7. Even when you are asleep, your spirit should be alert. Because the devil wants to remove you. That is why I'm preaching on establishment. Yes, I'm preaching. To es- he established my goings. And to establish means to, to, to set on a stable footing. To give something a firm footing. Firm. Establish. No yo yo. No up and down. No here there. But at one place. Establish. This is the act of God. To establish means to ordain something for permanence. 
must not be spending only one year in a blessing, four years in a place, six months. and No, you, be, you should be able to be in a place for the rest of your life. Why should I leave the church I'm in? I mean, you yourself should advise me or talk to me. What is the sense in leaving the church I'm in now? What is wrong with the church I'm in? But somebody can easily find himself or herself out of the church. Because the devil does not want you to be in one place. And I guess it is also because he knows that spiritually, you know, some people are in the spirit, he's a cow. They are, if you read your Bible, you see they are spiritual frogs. Spiritual snake. Somebody in the spirit, he's a snake. Yes. Snakes. And many things. Dogs. Spiritually. Some people are dogs. Not that they bark. But a dog is. Jesus Christ said, outside are the dogs. Anybody who is always outside. Everybody is inside, but you are outside. That's a blessing we are eating, but you are outside. Yes. A canine spirit is on your life. Yes. No, that was just by the side. But I'm just saying that in the spirit, people, you see, it's a human being, but it's a snake. Now, in the spirit also, all the children of God, spiritually, are trees. Spiritually, in the spirit, you are a tree. I am a tree. That is why it is very important that you are planted. For he, 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 the one who delights in the law of the Lord, the one who does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly, he, the human being, shall be like a tree. Planted. Planted. So whatever you wouldn't want to be done to a tree, don't do it yourself. No tree does well by being planted and uprooted and planted and uprooted. That will spell the death of the tree. Trees do well in one place. Establishment. So, tonight, I pray that the curse of Cain over your life will be broken. If you are here, you are in a relationship, I pray that you will marry that brother. Unless you have got great real evidence that he's a fool. Re- 
real evidence that you are about to marry. That, that one, I will not agree that you marry. Real evidence. And that's why you must pray for the spirit of revelation. Understanding. Wisdom. But the, 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 the key one is revelation. Revelation. Revealing. That, that, you see, when you say reveal, it means something is hidden. Do you see? When he moved the board to the right, it revealed a table. Revelation, apocalypse. It's the uncovering, removing of a veil. You must pray. That certain veils will be removed. Veils that are in front of people. So the person is a snake, but is wearing the mask of a human being. So on a human face, but behind it's a mask the person is wearing. And you must pray for an apocalypse. Apocalypse. A revelation. Yes. If you don't, you will marry him. And that, because revelations come in different forms. Some come through pain. As he is slapping you in the room, they realize, ah, this is a revelation. About, no, <laughs> about this thing was revealed. If I had waited on God, you would have revealed it earlier. I, I mean, you cannot know somebody beats women by receiving slaps. There are many ways. So you pray that, Father, make me wise. Give me the wisdom of Solomon. That sees and sees well. And I don't even think women, well, women may have this problem, but generally also men. You know, men, our, our problem is the testicles we have. Which produce, I'm preaching. Many men are not normal. You know, guided by chemicals. And the most powerful chemical is testosterone. It, it, it makes a man behave well. Well, sorry. That's why Solomon, when he was talking about wonderful things that he has seen on earth, one of them was the way of a man who has seen a maiden. A man who has seen a woman. Be careful. He will disown his mother. I mean, a man who has seen a woman. A woman with golden brown skin. Crispy brown. He can leave his wife and follow a crispy brown girl. Yes. A man. So, so when you see a man, the first thing you must, you must see about a man is someone to be pitied. And someone to be prayed for. They are sick. Except the Lord holds the man. 
except the Lord strengthens the man. I'm telling you, you'll be amazed. He himself will not believe what he's doing. He himself will not believe what he's doing. I don't know why I got into all these things. But... You need revelation to see beyond what you are seeing. Because most of the time, what you are seeing is not, is not what you are seeing. It's a mirage. So, very important that we fight things that make us unstable. Fight it. A shepherd should not come into your life to make your life unstable. A pastor should not come into your life to make your marriage unstable. Anybody who comes to destabilize your life is a devil. He may be a sexy dancer or a smoker or a drug dealer or a priest. Once you are not stable in your walk with God, it's like the person has confused you. You can now not tell the difference between your husband and the pastor. The devil is in front of you. Unless you yourself are a devil first. So last week, I began to share with you things you must do to be established. Oh, I didn't do that. And the first thing I I shared with you Number one, he said, the righteous, Psalm 92 verse 12, shall flourish like the palm tree. One of the motifs of establishment is the palm tree. The palm tree stands for something which is established. And the person who is likened to the palm tree is the righteous person. Do you want to last long in this church? You want to last long in Christ? Believe God to be righteous. Righteous. That is, you do the right things. Do what is right. If you do what is right, you will last. A lot of our temptations are to get us to do what is wrong. And you must believe God. You know, wrong things, iniquities, they destabilize your life. And they kill you. You will realize that when you do things that are right, they give you long life. When you do things that are wrong, you don't live long. That is, wrong things do not establish you. Fornication is wrong. It can lead to your death. Wrong things 
are very destabilizing. But when you do the right thing, you remain in your place. When you smoke, you can die. So, so you can tell. Things that are wrong, when you do them, they take life from you. They take stability from you. And I shared extensively with that, with you on that. Today, I'm giving you the second. And the second is, if you want to be established, you must be deep. Be deep. Deep. You see, there is, at a certain point in life, when you even talk about trees, let's come to who we are as trees. The longevity of a tree has nothing to do with its size. but rather on the depth of the roots. If the roots are deep, the tree stands. I've seen huge trees that have fallen in a storm. Yes, they fall in a storm. And for every tree that falls, there is a tree that stands. If you are here and you want to be around in 30 years time, you want to remain in your place, avoid casual browsing. Avoid it. It's very nice. It's easy. You see, that's the point. The easy ones. Avoid superficiality. Avoid being superficial because you can be around as a superficial Christian. You can be around as a superficial member of the church because at a certain level, you will never know, you can never tell which tree has deep roots and which tree has superficial roots. The only thing that tests it is a storm. Storm. And there are storms in life. (laughs) The school you are attending, a storm is about to blow in your academic life. A storm. The church you are pastoring, the business you are doing, the ministry you are doing, a storm, a storm, a storm, a storm. Now, sometimes you have a mind, see, we have a mind that the people who are removed 
are the only ones who suffer the storm. The people who are unstable, the people who cannot remain in one place, it's like, it's like they are victims of circumstances. But ladies and gentlemen, all of us are victims of circumstances. I'm telling you. All of us are victims of circumstances. There is nothing that will happen to you that will happen to you alone. It has never happened and will never happen. You will never be the only one who is experiencing something. When Elijah went to sit under the juniper tree and was complaining that he was the only one who has not bowed his knees to bow, God told him that there are 7,000 pastors who also haven't done the same thing. You're not alone. Sometimes the devil makes us think that what you are going through is unique. It's like you are, you are, you are the one, you are the special one Satan has customized a problem for. My friend, you have never been special and you will never be special. What is happening to you is happening to 7,000 other people. Your business which is spoiling, your church which is not growing, that temptation that that girl is bringing, you're not the only one being tempted. Why do you think you're the only one? I'm asking you, why do you think you are the only one having a feeling for somebody's husband? You're not the only one. You're not the only one. A lot of other people don't speak. People don't speak. Everybody's matter is under his cloth. Yes. You think you are the only shepherd who has gone to do visitation and as you are sitting with the sheep, you feel like kissing the girl, like a feeling has come suddenly to kiss your sheep. You think you are the only one? I'm not the only one. As she was talking, and something, she mentioned something, and she began to cry. And as she was crying, and she was shaking, her breasts were shaking, and suddenly you became unstable. You're not the only one. You're not the only one a woman is crying in front of. I'm saying that you are not the only one. You see, I'm, I'm talking about going deep. It is the people who do not take pains to go deep who suffer. I'm, I'm ending. These days, our readings are short. You continue. Not to be deep. I mean, as we are sitting here, who, who here, how will we know that you've not had your quiet time today? Who knows? I mean, if, if we are choosing, you, you, you are likely to choose the one who is wearing a navy blue shirt. Something dark. It's like he's depressed. <laughs> he's the one likely not to have read his 
quite a, I had this quite a, but the one wearing something blue and white, yellow, those are the ones who are happy because they've read the word of God. You will never know who amongst here, amongst us here has not. You will never know who here in this quadrant has got pornography on his phone. You would know. Or her phone. Sorry to the men. Sorry. Sorry for saying his. You would know. Is it the one wearing a scarf? The one with no hair on his head? Which one? The one with braids? The pastor? The lady pastor? The lazy pastor? You would know. No, you wouldn't know. You would never know. I'm saying that, you see, superficiality. I'm preach, please, let me give you that, the title again. The title is Establishment. Establishment. Being superficial will allow you to be around. But you will not be around for long because this life as we know it has got storms. I'm ending. The life we live has got storms. And it is because of the storms that we try to be deep. It is because of the storms. When the storm is blowing, that is not when you try to be deep. If you have any depth to cover, it must be when there is no storm. Like, actually, Jesus Christ told us a story of the Ten virgins. Ten virgins. I'm talking about being deep. Five were wise. And five were foolish. And this story of the ten virgins is a story of depth. Because if you look at all the ten, you will never know who is wise and who is fo- who is foolish. All dressed, all the alarms were whatever, but as they sat there, some had something deeper in their, in their kaftan. They had bottles of oil in their kaftan, while some of them had no bottle, nothing. The only thing you saw was what you were seeing. That's why I've preached a series. You must listen to it. What are you hiding? Very, very important series. Because in this life, if you are not hiding something, you won't go far. The people who go far are those who have got things they have which are not open to the eyes of the public. Yes. A believer must hide things. Yes. For most of us, the devil has made you to hide only your fornication, your masturbation, your pornography. That's only what you are hiding. But there are great good things that must be hidden. Yes. When the woman found it, she went and hid it. Precious things are not 
out. You won't go around and see a, 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 a gold bar. The things around are sand and dust. And maybe, maybe if you just allow me to end the, the, the message well, I'll just ask you, what is it you are also hiding? What, what, is it pornography or some scriptures nobody knows about? I mean, as you are sitting here, you should be hiding some fasting you have done that nobody knows about. Some three-day clay fasting that nobody knows. If the fasting you've done is the fasting we did last month, then, then, then you are not hiding anything. What are you hiding? Listen to that. Go, go for the series. It's a long series. We are not joking here. We are fighting the devil. So, you saw the ladies, the virgins, they were ten. But five were hiding something. Five were hiding something. And always, see when I say a storm, I don't mean like a wind will blow. What if all the windows are closed in your house? There's a wind, so a wind be strong wind. No, a storm may be when there's no petrol in your car. It's a storm. What a storm! For the five virgins, their storm was when the alarms went off. That's not their storm, and that storm separated the wise from the foolish. It separated them. Go deep. Go deep. In Luke chapter 6. So, you see there that um, there was there were two people. Are you there with me? There were two people who built in verse number 47 it says whosoever cometh Luke 6 and I'm ending now I want you to enjoy coming to church on Tuesdays because we close early whosoever cometh to me and heareth my sayings and doeth them, I will show you to whom he is like. He is like a man which built an house and digged deep. This is the word there. Deep. And laid the foundation on a rock. I'm talking about establishment. It makes your life storm proof. It makes your marriage storm proof. It makes your ministry storm proof. He digged deep and laid the foundation on a rock. And when the flood arose, note it. Some, some things must be noted. The flood arose. 
the stream beat vehemently upon that house and could not shake it. May you have an unshakable spiritual life. I said, may you have an unshakable spiritual life. May you have an unshakable ministry. Could not shake it. For it was founded upon what? A rock. Not it. The flood arose. And the stream. Verse 49. But he that heareth and doeth not. I'm talking about go deep. It's not only when we are prophesying that we have to go deep. In your Christian life, you must go deep. How deep are you? How deep is your love? He that heareth and doeth not is like a man that without a foundation built an house upon the earth. Now watch it again. It's, it's, it's about to happen. Against which the stream did beat vehemently. Did we see the word vehemently also in the first one? Let's be sure. So that we, it's not like 47. When the flood arose, the stream beat vehemently. So the same intensity of the problem this first house A face is the same. Go to what, which stream did which the stream did beat vehemently. But in the case of house B, immediately it fell. Immediately the marriage ended. Immediately the church collapsed. Immediately the business collapsed. Immediately he left the church. Immediately she vanished from the church. Immediately. May your life be stormproof. I said, may your life, your ministry be stormproof. Young girl, may your Christian life be married man proof. Pastors, Revo, may your ministry be girl proof. Yes. Adultery proof. Fornication proof. Otherwise, your place. And I'm teaching you how to make your life as a young boy pornography proof. Fornication proof. Storm proof. And mind you, when I say, of course, so, so, so it, means, it means what it means. It means that, when I say storm proof, it means that the storm came. It means that you had an iPad with airtime. But when you are pornography proof, you will not use your airtime on your iPad to watch pornography. It is when you have not pornography proofed your life that your phone, everything is locked four times. Four passwords. You are more than Bill Gates who made the computer himself. Immediately it fell. 
some of you, you are, you are setting up yourself for a shock. Something that stands tall will collapse in front of you. You won't believe that this thing is what you, you won't believe it that you'll be in your collar and be fornicating. I'm talking about go deeper. When I say fornication proof, it means that that golden brown girl will come to you and will also come to me, but you will not be able to stand. You have not seen a, 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 a black, beautiful girl with white eyes. With metallic skin. Black, metallic black. There are some of you young men here. When you see breast shaking, you forget you forget your own name. It's like it's almost like something wonderful is happening in your environment. Like somebody's running and the breast is shaking like as she's going, the breast is ready. It's like a spectacle. It's like some World Cup you are watching. In the same way, there are some girls who cannot stand a handsome man. Immediately it failed. It will not happen to you in the name of Jesus. Hey, it will not happen to you. That suddenly we are looking for you, we cannot find you. It means, see, the things that collapse immediately are those which were superficial. Superficial. You will see in this scripture, and let me end with it. You may, you see, most of the time, when we read Luke 6, 49, 48, the idea we have is that two men were building. They all had stones, gravels, iron rods, sandstones, everything. Cement. And then, the, both of them had it, but one of them went and looked for a rock like a little hill you see a lot on the mountains see a rock so it's like one was lazy and instead of looking for a rock he just went to look for some land some sand is, is that not the point I'm making? Like we, 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 our mind, our mind is like the two men who were building. One found a rock and dug inside the rock. Is that not what we, we, we understand it to be? And then he began to build, while the other one just went to look for some sand and just did some two by four. A funny say what's the thing they do? A foundation and then he built. No, it's not true. It's not true. It's not that there was a rock somewhere and one who wanted his house to last. 
went and saw, looked for a rock before he began to build. That's not what Jesus Christ is saying. Both of them were given the same type of ground. Both of them had brown soil. This one on the left with iron rods and stones and cement and grass and whatever had brown soil. Read your Bible well. Don't have see, don't approach the Bible with imaginations. And then the other person who was also building had the same land, the same land, the same soil. Nobody was given any rock. Read it. Nobody was given any rock. Both of them had the same type of land. But the first man, he, King James English, he digged deep. Because it is when you dig deep that you find the rock. The rock is not sticking out of the rock is inside the ground, down 10 meters below. It is when he dug deep that he was able to locate a rock. And that rock he found became his foundation. None of that, nobody dug into a rock. There was no digging into a rock. There was digging into the same soil until he hit a rock. But the other one, verse 49. He, without looking for a foundation, without, the Bible says, without a foundation, without digging to find a rock, just built his house upon the earth. No effort to go deep. If it took one, two weeks to dig till he hit a rock, he started two weeks earlier. He didn't want to spend money. He didn't want to spend time. Because to, to, to hire 10 laborers by day to dig for two weeks. It's a lot of money. So he just went. He, he, he didn't want to go deep. The earth, the, the, the land was the same. Nobody in life is given a rocky ground. You find the rock. the second man built, there was a rock. (laughs) Oh yes, pastor. There was a rock. But he was not prepared to go deep. He was not prepared to dig deep. So you can see, all of us have the same Bible. But somebody preaches and it's a wild message because 
somebody takes time and digs deep into the word. We, we, we call it mining. But you have your quiet time as you are brushing your teeth. For God's so love, well, you give the only time. I do give Then somebody is sitting down or lying down, reading New Living Translation, even taking the word. If you take the word, if you take the scripture as you are looking at, you see that no, nobody was given a rock. The one who found a rock dug deep. Go back to verse forty-eight. He 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 built a house and digged deep and laid the foundation on the rock because real rocks are deep. So you see, pastors who have got churches, the church you are pastoring, if I come to that church, I will find instanta 20 shepherds. More. Yes. As you are there with only five shepherds because you do not want to dig deep into the church. If I come to your zone, I will get seven more shepherds. How did I get them? When I came to this church, I didn't come with any pastor. I came alone. We were all here. I was introduced here on a Sunday morning. Alone. Not even my wife came with me. Alone. One. It was months later, three or so months, that I remember came to join. I was here alone. But I dug deep. Because the people you see superficially as not coming for weekday service, as not coming for Sunday services regularly, if you go deep into their lives, you will hit a rock in them. Because there is a rock in everybody. <laughs> but you just want to say, hi, hello, how are you? Hey, great. Ah, that's why your, even your attendance is not stable. 20 today, 48 tomorrow, 62, 37. It's like a karate kid type of, it's like eagle's claws and snake's fist and cat. Because you, you see, to stabilize any attendance, you must have people. Who engage the members in microcosms? You cannot, you cannot pastor a church. Anybody who chairs, whose chair breaks down, means the person doesn't pay tight. Check the person's tight card. That was a joke. Just be happy. Don't be angry. Come next week. About why? Small thing. You are angry. Small thing. You are angry. Why? You are not deep. You are not deep. If you are deep, you will stand and say, Bishop, preach on. I'm preaching. The reason why somebody gets eight, uh, eight A's and somebody gets D, D, E, F, E, E, F, E. Somebody gets eight A's. Is depth, deep understanding of the chemistry, deep, deep. If you go deep, you will discover a rock to stand on. That's why they will call you Archimedes. 
<laughs> Archimedes. <laughs> no, why should we all be in secondary school and somebody's nickname is Archimedes and your nickname is Cracker Pintua? <laughs> ask yourself. We are all in school. We are paid school fees and somebody's nickname is Archimedes and you, yours is a busy bay guy. Somebody is Archimedes and you, 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 yours is a Posna. Do you know Posna? It's a type of Greek word. You see, uh, today, listen to me very carefully. If you, if you, if you walk around superficially, you will build though. You will build. The one who did not want to go deep, built. Because you can build as a superficial Christian. You can build as somebody who is not deep. You can be around. When we are wearing t-shirts, you wear. When we say praise the Lord, you shout hallelujah. But when a wind blows, when a wind blows, and I'm informing you, pastor, Christian, church member, there's no, it's not a curse. I'm not, cannot come here and curse you. I, why, what, what do I gain by cursing you? But I'm t- I am promising you a storm. And one of the reasons for a storm is to test the integrity of your foundation. Somebody has a quiet time with only King James. Somebody has a quiet time with King James New Living Translation and a, a, a Bible in basic English. <laughs> who, will, who will understand things better? You don't want to buy a Bible. You have gone to get your auntie's Gideon Bible. Only New Testament and Psalms and Proverbs. Even the complete sword, you are using a pen knife. So you see, as we are there, a lot of people, a lot of people, a lot of people do not have any intention of, you see, to dig deep. You will sweat. You will use energy. It will take time. Time, time. Diggers, sweat. Diggers, pay with time. Diggers, pay with pains. Pains. But if you want to, there are pastors here who just preach. They just come, they preach and they go. They go to the church, they preach a sermon. They preach and go. Superficial. No outreach. Even the outreach is some two by four outreach. I asked a sister. A sister complained to me. Said, when I win souls, the souls don't stay. They don't come or they come and they don't stay. And I asked a person that. I said, how do you win a soul? So, I talked to him about Christ. I, I quote John 3.16 and all the Romans 8.28 and uh, Romans 3.23, Romans 6.23. We, we, I quote. I said, eh, that's all. I said, that is the reason why the souls don't come. Because when a soul meets Jesus, it's not enough. The, those of you who are stable Christians, I can tell you myself, I didn't only meet Jesus. I, in, my, in my Christian life, I got born again 32 years ago. I had people who stabilized me. One of them was my wife. My pastor. 
We have the worship leader. Even the Christian songs I heard. They all, not, not even one. All of them came from the worship leader. Somehow, we are in Takradi, he would manage to get the latest and the crouch. The latest songs by Passage. The latest by Kid Green. I mean, I was in Takradi, but I had the latest songs. Good music. You don't only meet God. You must meet somebody also. So when you go to win a soul and you introduce the person to Christ without introducing yourself also, the person has no foundation to stand on because you did not go deep in your evangelism. That's why I'm happy you are in church on a Tuesday evening. Having gone to work, you sat in traffic all these hours before you, you come to this side of Accra and you are in church because somebody who goes to church only on Sunday and somebody who goes on Sunday and Tuesday are two different things. One is deeper and for every depth you will find a little rock to put your foot on. Yes. Sometimes we will come to church on Wednesday and only learn music, only learn songs. It's a church service. We just learn songs. It adds to your Christian life. But how? What type of church service that they don't preach? But how? What is this? Oh, you don't understand. Where were you? When Bishop Eddie was teaching us songs in Collegono. Weekday service. Songs. Songs. They've all added. We are who we are not because of only scriptures. Go deep. Go deep. And I'll say it again. You can be around. And you are superficial. You don't want to be deep. There are people like that. They don't read their Bibles, but they shout the most. When we are fasting, as our stomachs are empty, they are eating. And they come around as if we are all fasting. But I'm telling you, listen to me very carefully. That word vehemently, it is applied to both the house which was founded on a rock and the house that was on the earth. Yes. The problem others will face, you will face the same thing. That's why I said there's nobody with a customer. It's like your marital problem is, is, is unique. No, you chose the path of stupidity. You chose the path of stupidity. You are not ready to put yourself under your pastor. In fact, your pastor doesn't even mean anything to you. As you are sitting here, you've got other pastors who minister to you, who pray over you, who put their, their hands on you. <laughs> but what you don't know is that for every strange hand that rests on your head, there's an impartation of a strange spirit. Do you really believe that I standing here will invite a pastor from Central Gospel Church or Action or Redeemed or what, to come and pray in my house? But people want the easier route. Yes. If you're not having heaven will answer, if you're not having a a night of manifestation, let me go for that all night at a a, is he a pastor? But those are all easy way. Easy. Easy. Easy way. Especially if you can put some money in an envelope and slide it in the pastor's jacket so the person gets the money and he speaks lies. Because that, that 
it is far simpler than waiting for three months before it will occur to Reverend Michael to have an anointing service. (laughs) I mean, think about it. When was the last time I had an all night here to pray for people? So the easy way out. All of us, to, to build on the earth is easy. It's easy. We mail some wood. This, that, that, that. The house is up. Three. While that somebody is still digging, he's not digging rocks. So he's digging the same soil, but until he hits a rock deep, rocks are deep. Rocks are deep. You think you have your quiet time for me? No. Every day you have your quiet time. You are the one praying. You are the one reading the Bible for yourself. It takes you deeper. Every time you say no to stealing, no. I'm glad you came to church. You see, you could have stayed at home, but you said no to being at home and you are in the church. Any effort you make to go deeper will earn you a little rock to put your foot on. People don't want to be deep. When the offering bag is passing, passing, they just pass two Ghana, five Ghana, and somebody painfully removes 50 Ghana. Painfully. Deep. What you don't know is that they are fulfilling a scripture that they don't even know they are fulfilling. That Jesus Christ said, look, your heart, out of which all your life comes, the fountain comes from the heart. All the issues of life, they flow from the heart. Say, guard your heart. Proverbs 4, 23. The heart, the heart, the heart. The Bible says the heart, uh, it, it is a, you see, in, in, in school, we learn something called vector quantity. Vector. Against magnitude. Or just something scalar. A vector quantity is something which has got both magnitude and direction. Four kilometers per hour East. That is vector. Versus just four kilometers per hour. There's no direction. It goes anywhere. Now, the heart, the heart, it's a vector quantity. It has direction. Jesus said, Where your treasure is, that is where your heart is. If it is going anywhere, it will find itself where you put your money. Where you put your time. That's why I'm in church. My heart is here. Bam. Why? Why? Because my treasure is here. About this, I've not heard you say you gave one million dollars. Money is not the only treasure. Your life is your treasure. Your time is your treasure. Your energy is your treasure. Where you put your gifts, your gifts is your treasure. And I'll put all here. So when the offering bag comes, here in this church, you pass through it. Some of you give 10 Ghana, 20 Ghana. Then you see a pastor outside and you put 500 Ghana cities, 1,000, into an envelope and you slide it into the pastor's back pocket. I'll see you later. Next, next month prayer meeting, I'll call you. I'll give you something more. What you don't know is that your heart, your heart is leaving the church. 
your heart is leaving the church. Before you know it, your heart is now connected to a pastor who himself is not a stable man. Tonight, the message is simple. Don't be superficial. Superficial means that what we see is what we are seeing. Meanwhile, last night, you are with a man who is not married to you. Some of you today, you've not had your quiet time in the Bible, but you had your quiet time in pornography. And you will not you don't know. Is it the one with the blue shirt, the one with the black shirt, the one with the green skirt, the one with the brown shirt? No, you will know. So, so all of us sitting here, the, the, there is something that is lacking deeper. When we remove the superficial veneer of appearances, there's nothing left under you. He dug deep. So when the wind beats vehemently, it stood. You will stand. I said you will stand. You are going to marry next week. You see all of us and salute. Not because we are bishops or reverends. You realize that when a man is able to stay with a woman for three years, he deserves an award. But you will never know. To you, marriage is your ability to have erections. It's me that you are you are the man. What you don't know is that I don't want to say something. We are in church. Fight any agenda of the devil to make you not deep. To make you a Sunday only church goer. To make you a person who has his quiet time once a week. You come into the church, you sing Christian songs, but on your phone are unbeliever songs. I mean, you, you are not deep. 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 You are not deep into the church. Why, why wouldn't you even want to just one Sunday go to first love in the evening? To I hear our founder has a church down there. Let me even go and see another lighthouse building apart from the bread of life cathedral it will make you deep but most people don't want see, see i'm talking when i say go deeper eh? go deep in knowledge go deep that is how come peter who was called satan did not leave christ when he was asked in john 6 whether he would go he said i know that you are the christ there's knowledge. Read books. All these books will make you stable. You are sitting there, you don't pay tithes. You don't pay tithes. You don't pay tithes. You are not deep in God. Any Christian who doesn't pay tithes has opened up a certain area of his or her life to Satan to dwell safely. Tight is what gives you a bargaining chip. 
But how will you know who has paid tithes? How will you know who has paid tithes? By the one who came to the front with a pen card. No. A lot of what comes to the front here is donations. No, a lot of tithes are donations. A lot of tithes are donations. Once it is not one-tenth of your income, it's a donation. And your income is not just what you earned, the 580 you got from the office. It is also the Western Union that was sent. Your uncle who came from America and gave you $100. That little money, when you add all and you pay tithe, that is a tithe. So most people bring donations. How will you know you are paying tithe? You will know. A lot of things are only seen by God. But thank God that he sees. Yes, that is why a boy like Joseph could become a prince in a foreign land. A Jew would become a prince in Egypt. Think about it. Somebody who would say that he has become a father to Pharaoh. Pharaoh's father. Is this young boy? <laughs> Why? Because his, his life was not just a life that was for people to see. Where no one saw, when Potiphar was there and there was nobody, he said, No, I still, uh, you see, I want to go. Because if he had slept with Potiphar's wife and he came out of the room, you will never know what he has done. Even the, 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 the free movement of his waist may make you think that he is now like he's so much into God. On Sunday, the people who come and stand, yeah, they, they dance and move. Some of them are fornicating, masturbating, this type of people. Because to, to, to have free waist, it's not a small thing. It's not a small thing to have free waist. I'm preaching. I, I'll finish anyway. I'll finish. I'm just. This is a commentary. Free waste. Like Reverend Tycoon's waste. <laughs> you see them. They are, I can't even do it. It's like dancing. They can roll. Go inside their room at 2 a.m. You'll be amazed at what he's doing there. Yes. But God does not want you to have a, a spiritual life that is only seen by people. Go deep. Deeper than what people see. Pastor, go deep into your service. You'll find workers. Even when you meet one person, just one person like you, I can relate with you superficially and not get much from you. I can also relate with you deeply. Be concerned about your health, your shirt, your mother, your your sister is not well. Today, I went to visit somebody today. She's not a member of the church. She's not a member of the church. I told the person, let's go and visit. Let's go. So tomorrow, next week, next month, if you find somebody here playing a role or doing something, say, hey, Bishop, how do I get them? The, the same way I got them is the same opportunity you also had to get. Remember, time and chance happen to all. Remember, the earth, that house, A, had is the same earth that house be had. Everybody gets the same chance, but some will not try to go deep until they have hit a rock. 
There are people in your church. You'll be surprised that your assistant pastor in your branch eh, is not the one who's, who's, who's in the church. You'll be surprised. The person assisting you is the wrong person. But because you don't want to go deep and engage the people, that's the word, to engage them. Engage. I learned that word from Bishop. To engage the people. Engage. You engage the people. Engage them. Your school, your whatever. I mean, I'm having intimate counseling with people. These young boys and girls. You don't come to me without your, your exam results. No, no, no. I will not counsel you if you've not brought your exam. I want to see first semester, second semester, second year, first year. Because as she is sitting in front of you with curly hair and a nice smile, there's only water in her head. And you are discussing, shepherding, uh, let's do this outreach, the zonal work. But zonal work, look, a person who has passed exam is a better zonal leader than somebody who couldn't pass an exam. Yes. But you are only discussing scriptures and I'm discussing scriptures and exams in the school. Who is deeper? Who is deeper? I pray for you that from today you will remember and that knowledge will keep you. Because I'm talking about knowledge. Knowledge. That is, that is why David said in Psalm 82 verse 5 said, they don't know anything. Therefore, the foundations are out of joint. The foundations are out of because they, say they don't know. They will seek to, to understand. Even the word itself should explain itself. Understand means under. You go inside under and you stand there. A minor can never lack understanding. They know not. They don't know the scriptures that have got to do with their behavior. Neither will they understand. They don't understand what a Christian, a shepherd should do. They don't understand how to do outreach. Don't understand tithes. Don't understand serving God. Don't understand life. You see, anybody who understands this life eh, will serve God. Yes. Anybody who understands life. Anybody who understands this life will connect his business to God. That something from your business flows directly, but from your tithe, your, your business itself is linked to the building of the house of God. But they do not. Neither will they understand. So they walk on in darkness. What is darkness? No light, no word, no scriptures, no John, no Matthew, nothing, no word, only Nigerian proverbs, no light. So many of you sitting here are in darkness. We're in darkness. We're in darkness. Maybe next three weeks or so, I'll, I'll teach you one of the ways to be established is to follow a leader. It will establish you. I'll show you. But that, that, that's, that, that's not for today. Many people are in darkness. In darkness in their marriage, in darkness in their ministry, in darkness in their business. They don't even know what to do. Many people don't know what to do. In John 6, 6, Jesus knew what to do. Philip didn't know what to do. You can be there and not know what to do in your marriage. You may not even know how to relate with your wife. That wife you are calling a witch. Somebody marries that same wife and the wife is great. I'm saying that it will surprise you to know 
breaking news. People don't know what to do. She doesn't know how to be a wife. He doesn't know how to be a husband. You'll be surprised that there are pastors who don't know how to be a pastor. Businessmen who don't know how to do business. They know not. But for Jesus said this he said to prove him for he himself knew what he would do may you know what you will do people don't know what to do people are perplexed do you know why they are perplexed because they will not take time to know to read to study to understand they know not Neither will they understand. Therefore, 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 the foundations of the ground they are on are out of course. But even though the person is a great person, you can tell people, I've seen people very anointed, very intelligent. Somebody has taught me in recent time that there's a big difference between passing exams and being wise. You can have a, 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 and be a fool. And somebody has just taught me without pay, paying school fees. I've learned it. So you find great people. Talented people. But they are unstable. Anointed pastors. He can't stay in one church. Because he said, I have said, verse 6, that ye are gods. And when I say ye are gods, I mean all of you who are children of the Most High. You are, you are, you are gods. You are powerful. You are supernaturally strong. But because you, want, you don't want to go deep to understand and to know, you will end up like an ordinary man. You will die like an ordinary man and fall like one of the princes. You know the princess, Lucifer the prince. And the one third of the angel. That's how they fell. So I saw Satan fall like lightning. So that one moment he's high up. And in one second he's coming down fast. High up. Today he's married. Tomorrow he's not married. Today he's a pastor. The next day he's not, he's not a pastor anymore. Fall like lightning. To fall like the princess. That word fall like one of the princes is it's, it's, it's just a long English word, English phrase meaning lightning. Yeah, you'll fall with speed. Did you not see it in your friend's I know? Luke 6. Immediately it fell. With speed. What would take somebody 15 years to fall? It takes you 5 hours to fall. I saw Satan fall like lightning because they will not seek knowledge. You won't read your books. You won't read, you won't study the Bible. You won't get other Bibles. You will not be, I'm telling you, tonight, when you go home and you ask, what did that man talk, talk about again? That man who preaches by heart. Just tell them that the man said that he's promising us storms. <laughs> yes. Something will come to test your metal. To test you. Will you still preach? Will you still serve God? Will you still love? Will you still be kind? Some people who are bitter. Women who don't like men. Because somebody broke your heart. You are not deep. You 
you're not deep. Oh, I met a lady recently. Who, who just, I, was just, I was just excited to talk to her. Divorce. I says, I want to marry again. Oh, yes. That's deep. Deep. Somebody also divorced you. All men are bad. All men are bad. Your mouth is bad. Your mouth is bad. Yeah. People don't, you see, if you are not deep, eh, one storm will blow you. Because as of the winds, Paul said, I have, I have sworn, I have determined that neither death nor life, angels, principalities, nakedness, riches, poverty, nothing, things present, that is what I'm going to do today, my prosperity, my poverty, or things to come, my future poverty, my future issues, nothing will separate me from the love of God in Christ, in serving God. Nothing will change my commitment. Why? Because he's deep. When you are deep, if the wind is a breeze, you are there. If it's a storm, you are there. If there's lightning, you are there. If it snows, you are there. If it's hamatan, you are there. May you be there. I said, may you be there. May your life be there. May your church be there. May your ministry be there. May your family be there. May your sanity be there. I pray for you, for you, I pray for you that you will not love superficiality. You will not love lightness. It's not a good, it's a curse. Don't think you are smart. When you see someone digging deep and you are, by the time he's about to hit the rock, you are now on lintel level. Don't be smart in your own eyes. You are only wasting. You see, I'll prefer not to build than to build for the for, for the house to come down immediately. I'll prefer to use my money to buy wache, to buy everything, than to build a house which the only thing the house did was to fall. The only thing he did in the ministry was to vanish. The only thing she did in the church was to disappear. The only thing he did as a pastor was to destroy his ministry. May your roots be deep. May your roots be deep. May your roots be deep. Remember, superficiality is nice. It saves you energy. It saves you time. It's beautiful to be just superficial. But it's the most expensive way to live your life. Lift your two hands and speak to God as we close the service. No movement, just stand there. We are closing the service. Lift your hands and pray. It is possible to be superficial. Not being deep is doable, but you pay for it. You will pay for it. I have said you are gods. I mean all of you who are children of the most high. But you will die like men. And fall like lightning. I pray that wherever you are in life you will remain there. 
I said, I pray that wherever you are in life, up there you will remain there. Mandolo bobo bobo. It's not wise not to be deep. My sister, it is not wise not to be deep. My brother, it is not wise not to be deep. It is not wise. It is just not wise. Don't do it. Be deep. Be deep. Get other translations. Attend church during the week. If it's a convention, join. Be deep. For where your treasure is, that is where your heart will be. Be deep. Because life has storms. I may not promise you, I may not be able to guarantee prosperity. But I can guarantee you a storm. Lift your hands and pray as we close. Hey. You'll be around though. You can be superficial and be around. Oh yes. You are not deep but you are around. Your roots are not deep but you are around. You are only waiting for a storm. You are only waiting for a wave. My God, my God, my God. Shabandala Babasa. Thank you, Lord. listen to podcasts you don't buy messages it's like the effort no you make the effort to acquire to get to get a cd when i was an unbeliever i made effort great effort to get pornography oh yes i'll take a taxi travel far to get a magazine yes i'm not surprised that as i am a christian i make i, I spend money to be deep You make any effort you have got a smartphone there's podcasts you won't listen it's like oh it, i mean the bother you are like the man who had the earth and did not want to bother to take go what after all have you not seen that i finished my house the man also who was digging has also finished his house yes but you can only say that when the weather is fair and life does not have fair weather always a storm will tell how wise you were. Father, we thank you. What a time to spend in your house. What a blessing and a privilege. So beautiful to be with you. Thank you. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable to you, O Lord. Let what they have heard today make a difference. Oh Lord, let it not be 
that the one who came to sit here tonight would end up the same as the person who never came here and never heard this. For you've spoken by your spirits. Help us. Zema Adosa. May this word truly make a difference. May this seed truly make a difference. Just as one sperm hitting a woman's womb makes a big difference to her size, her physiology, her behavior, her appetite. May our appetite change because of the seed we have received today. Help us. We thank you. Every eye closed and every head bowed. I'm ending the service. If you are here tonight and you are not born again, it means you are not deep. You are not deep. As we are all standing here, you will know who is born again, who is not born again. But once again, a storm. In, that, in, in this case, it is a trumpet. When it sounds, that's your storm. Eternally. As every head is bowed and every eye is closed, you want to say, Pastor, please pray for me. I want to give my life to Christ. Simply surrender my life. Just that. Just to give my life to Christ. Pastor, please pray for me. Wherever you are, if you are here, you want me to pray with you to give your life to Christ, just lift your right hand. I want to pray for you. A simple prayer. Yes, just lift it high above your head. Just a simple prayer. A simple prayer. That's all. It takes you deeper. There's a difference between a member who is not born again and one who is born again. It takes you deep. Lift your hand. I want to pray for you. Somebody here. Yes, I see your hand. God bless you. Lift it up. I want to pray with you to be born again. If your hand is up, take your Bible, take your notebook, take your pen, and come to me here. Come. 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 Yes. Clap your hands for them as they come. Yes. Clap your hands. You want to be born again. Lift your two hands and say this after me. Say, Heavenly Father, I realize I am a sinner. Close your eyes and pray. Say, I realize I am a sinner. Please forgive me. I've done many bad things. Above all, my greatest sin is that I've gone far from you. Tonight, I return to the cross. Please receive me. Please embrace me. Please keep me. Please keep, please preserve me from evil, from the storms. After today, help me to be deep, deep in everything I do. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. for listening to this podcast we believe that you have been truly blessed you can send a mail to bishop edwin ogo at bishop edwin ogo at gmail.com introduce this podcast to a friend keep listening and keep living passionately for god